Sup, 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 you're listening to Hit Theory, the podcast that talks about the hits, the misses, and the biz behind the mixes. It's your boy, JT the Human, and I'm sitting here with Black Adam, um, Yo. kicking it on a Friday night. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's, uh, it's Hit Theory After Dark. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So we might get a little, uh, you know, we might get a little exciting. You know what I'm saying? We might a drop a link. Spicy. We might drop a link to an OnlyFans tonight. A little. Uh, is that is that the bit that you're talking about? OnlyFans? <laughs> no, that's not the bit. That's not the bit. Oh, okay. You you're not gonna notice it. It's a very subtle bit. You'll notice it like maybe on the eighth time. But I did it. I started it like I think two episodes ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 But. What's up, good people? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? It's exciting here. It's exciting times for Hit Theory. But uh, uh, but without you know, so without further ado, let's get into some current events. Adam, what you got for me? Do you have anything for me? Yeah, I've got I've got a few things. Okay, um, good, good, good. I like things. This one, this one's kind of a hit it and quit it. Uh, Is that offensive? Hold on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, so here's here's one. Um, Goody Mob is coming out with an album, and um, on that album is an Outcast reunion. Uh, Andre Three Thousand and Big Ooh. Boy uh, are both rapping on the album. Um, if you don't know who Goody Mob is, they're uh, a, they're kind of like Atlanta's Wu Tang, I guess. Is a good way to describe it. Hmm. I don't know yeah. if that's a good way to describe it. Is that not no? I mean, you're from uh, Atlanta. you're from Atlanta. You know more than me. I just that just feels off. You know, they're goody mob. They're I mean, not like not stylistically. Just I guess it's just another way to say that they they are you know an Atlanta rap collective. Um, Outcast was uh, together with Goody Mob in a a larger collective called Dungeon Family, so they were all kind of um, you know co collaborators, uh, you know musical um, acquaintances, um, and so. To have a Goody Mob album, it's kind of it's not a surprise that Outkast would be featured on the album somewhere, um, yeah. and so it's just kind of a kind of a a boost, I guess, to to everyone to be. It's kind of crazy too because Andre Three Thousand yeah. hasn't rapped um, in a while. So is it is this is this like a confirmed new verse? Uh, well, that's a good question. Actually, yeah. I, I doubt they would. I doubt they would pull something out of the vault and and you know be like, <laughs> oh, Outkast is coming back for this album. Why do you doubt that, bro? Do you think the capitalism wouldn't stoop so low? I mean, I don't know. It just feels <laughs> it feels it feels cheap. I don't I don't think I don't think they would market it as you know a reunion if it was just you know something from years ago that they're using. I don't know, man. I I just feel like because everything that he like even the stuff that was on the Frank Ocean albums, I heard that that was like old stuff. Um, and Frank Ocean totally seems like the kind of guy to keep some really old shit. <laughs> and then use it like years in the future and then on 30 hours he was just singing and then he put out that album where he wasn't doing anything but like playing flutes and shit right remember that mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you said that like you were almost offended that I'm bringing it up <laughs> uh-huh. no yeah no 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 I remember whatever uh, but yeah man hopefully yeah, hopefully it, uh, it's a new one that could be really cool um, I would like it they just made music together again but um I thought there were some contractual situations or reasons why that couldn't happen. Or is that just all BS and it's just that they that Andre doesn't want to make any music. I mean what what contracts could it could I I just heard I heard that they couldn't make music uh like under their contract together like because they're technically still like under some sort of like 
whatever they sign, they're still on. They can't, like, like if they wanted to just make music one day by themselves, they couldn't do that. They would have to go through, like, a bunch of other people before that could happen. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so basically, like, because I don't, I don't think they hate each other or anything like that, but, like, let's say if they're, you know, Honda's just, like, shooting shooting the shit and they wanted to just, like, make, like, a quick little funny song or whatever, I don't think they could do that. But I don't know the specifics of it. Um, In uh, in other news, some good news, Megan Thee Stallion dropped an album, um, like, yesterday. And so, just so you guys are, you know, at home or calm, we are going to do that album. So just, you know, take a deep breath. We're not doing it today. And we know it's been a week since it came out, but we had picked the album we're doing today just a couple of days in advance, and it did drop a day before it, so just just hold your tongue. But uh, but the album's called Good News, and I'm excited for it, and we do listen to it, oh. mainly because, yeah, <laughs> mainly because it'll, uh, and, and the cover is like her naked on a reading newspaper, and it's like this much of newspaper, and I find that hilarious. <laughs> it just fits fits her image and everything, but, um, but like, I, so I, you know, because I was curious about it, so I was like, oh, man, so, like, obviously, like, we'll listen to it, we'll go into it more later, but I did want to mention the very first track on there is a direct response to the Tory Lane stuff, so it'll be just... It's gonna be a great one to do. We're gonna get all right back into that <laughs> uh, that saga that's been that's been uh, you know plaguing us all year. Uh, but uh, but yeah, and then Jeezy uh, uh, dropped an album. He just had you know him and Gucci had that versus like last night or the night before right, that. Right. Yeah, so, um, so that could be pretty cool. So check those out. Um, speaking of that versus, did you watch it? No, I didn't. I heard okay. it was wild though. I heard it was crazy too. That sucks. I didn't know I didn't watch it. <sighs> all right. Um, <laughs> That's ugh, that's bad. It's bad luck. Uh, so, so I was like, I remember. I kept I haven't, thinking. I haven't seen any of the verses. I can't be either, bro. I don't. I just. I didn't even, I don't, I'm gonna I'm cut all that out. I don't need to know. I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just keep in the part where we said that he did the verses, and it was cool. Yeah, let's just comment on. It. Let's pretend we watched it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, like they were about to fight at one point, man. Like, um, you know, like who do you, th- I, who I do you think won? Who do you think won? Um, I mean. Uh, I'm hearing more people say Gucci won. Really? Or, Be- well, I'm in Atlanta, so <laughs> they're going to say... That makes sense. <laughs> That's crazy, because I've heard a lot of people say Jeezy won, like, easy. <laughs> and, that, and that it's crazy that they're arguing with people about Gucci. But I, you know, I personally... I don't really know There, so There were fights breaking out in the, um, at, like, watch parties that people were having <laughs> for this versus. That's so, so lame. That's so lame, bro. <laughs> so I, I think, uh... Um, the decisions just to split, <laughs> just a just a hey, we're just happy that everybody <laughs> came out of this okay. Um, what you call it? I uh, I saw a tweet that was really funny. Uh, and it said um, it was <laughs> it was like we used to play uh, we used to play like put on put on for my city <laughs> for our high, high school football teams that would go out and get murked fifty six zero. Uh, I just saw a bunch of people just having a good time, so it looked like it was pretty fun. Um, and that's honestly what those verses are about. I was yeah. kind of, I was kind of disappointed, man. Like, cause I remember they used to just be like on people's, like, you know, it was kind of just like happening. But now it's kind of like commercialized, and like I think Apple's gotten involved or something like that, right? So now it's like a whole event. Well, I mean, they they always kind of had sponsorship because, like, from the from the get go, it, it was backed gotcha. by that's, you know big money. But now it's just and like, like they were now just, now it just is Instagram. big money. Now it's just yeah, yeah, it's just big money now. It's bit yeah, I guess bigger money. Man, that would, that would be a good name. Why? How? How is there not a rapper named Big Money? I'm sure there is somewhere. It's probably not good. But like, there has to be a good rapper named Big Money. Do you think labels just have rap names like sitting like on ice? 
they, I, they, I'm sure they, they, they find it. I, they find I bet they have light. someone whose whole job it is to come up with artist names. Right? And they just got it. They just got them on ice. And they look at you yeah. like, you know what? You look like a be- hey, man, you look like a big money. <laughs> What's your middle let's name? Call, let's Bridges? call you. Big Bridges. Oh, ooh, Big Bridges <laughs> little, money. Little Fat Stacks. Little Fat Stacks. Bro, that's, yo, yo that's, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> Uh, well, anyways, what else you got for me in this? As we're blazing um, through this. All right, so the rest of my news is pretty depressing. So, really? No. <laughs> com- coming off a little fat stack, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rapid fire through it. Okay, go. <laughs> coming off a little fat. So, <laughs> so uh, here's one. Apparently, you know, throughout his career, Two Chains has been looking for um, a Jay Z verse. Like he's been he's been wanting to make a song with Jay Z. For mm-hmm. the longest time, okay, um, and he's been you know trying all these different things to you know kind of get Jay Z's attention. Um, he recently came out with a song called Southside Hove, um, and you know that still didn't work. You know, and, and <laughs> explain, it was kind wait, of, wait, it was kind of like the, a explain for the listeners because I'm I maybe may, maybe just for me why was that supposed to work? <laughs> <clears throat> well, you know, like uh, Jay Z calls himself Hove, you know, H to oh. Oh, you said Southside, Southside Hope. I thought you Southside said, Hove. I thought you said yeah, South, like, I think Southside Hope. And then you were like, that, and then that didn't work. No, and H-O-V, I was, H-O-V. And I was like, what? What was, so it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the Southside version of, of Hope, you know, okay. kind of like a, a little homage or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that still didn't work. So he's officially announced that he has given up on his dream of, um, of making getting a song a, with Jay-Z. Getting a song with Jay-Z, Yeah. He he announced it on the the Breakfast Club. He did an interview. That's that's kind of uh, that kind of sucked. Why why doesn't Jay Z want to make a song with Two Chains? Jay Z makes songs. Jay Z makes songs with. Flow. I I don't know. That's that's what I I'm sure Two Chains is also wondering the same thing. That's crazy. So I feel knows? like maybe maybe we'll see. Maybe I feel we'll see like something yeah. Else you know what you know what y'all get 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 online and tweet. You know because if if this one thing I think that we deserve is we deserve a Titty Boy Hove a Hove collaboration. And I feel like Titty Boy's been constantly improving his music. I'm not gonna sit here and I'm not gonna look at y'all in the face and say that I love Two Chains as a rapper. But every time I hear Two Chains verse, I feel like sometimes, sometimes I feel like it's better than the last one I heard. And sometimes it's pretty tight. So I, I feel like he should he should do a song with them because Jay Z has. I feel like Jay Z's been Jay Z's been on some. I'm too cool for that. You know, kind of kind of joint for a while though. But Two Chains is cool. Like I don't understand. Like people like Two Chains. Like like he's not. No, I'm I'm no, I just mean like in general, like Jay Z is like no, nah, I'm too cool for that. You know, like for, for anything. He last thing I heard Any Jay-Z, and everything. What's the last thing I heard Jay Z on? He was on Viking with Frank Ocean, but that that doesn't count. Because, I mean it's Frank Ocean. But I'm trying to think. Uh I feel like he was on some other shit. I just think that I guess I just thought it would happen. Like like around the time that he made that cake song that we all hated on that Drake album, I thought that that, that would have been a bit of perfect time. For two chances to get a Jay Z feature, it felt like that it was, was a while ago. I, I guess he missed his boat. Yeah, it felt like it was right there for him because, like, because yeah, because I feel like that was around the same time that Drake was on the No Lie song. Honestly, I don't know why he can't just go through Drake. Drake can't get Hope to get because Drake likes two chains. This seems like it's, it seems like there's a missing connection here. There must he must have done something to to Jay Z. There must because it seems like if he wanted it, Jay Z would do it. Is, <laughs> he, is he not willing to pay him, Jay Z? Oh, that must be what it is. He can't afford it. That could be it. That could be it. Jay Z probably is expensive as fuck. Yeah, oh yeah, it. for sure. That's I'm, it. I'm sure. All right. Well, that's it. 
Um, <laughs> well, damn. Womp, womp. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, and that was the depressing news you had, or what, what was that, that? That was the that was the lightest of the depressing news. Okay. What's, uh, this what's next, next one, one uh, and we've talked about this next one. This is more of a of an existential depression, I guess. But um, going back to our conversation in the last episode about rappers that uh, had come out in support of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, after the election, it was discovered that Lil Pump, who was one of uh, the more vocal supporters oh, of yeah, Trump, that's is right. not even a registered voter. Yeah. He did not vote in the election. Um, he never intended to vote in the election. Yeah, bro. Bro he's, bro, he's a clown. You know what's even... Uh, <laughs> it's funny, that happened, and then it came out that Lil Wayne uh, has been charged with a felony. Um, for felony gun possession, <laughs> and so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so everyone is saying that he was trying to get a, get a pardon. <laughs> uh, Actually, yeah, if, if that's the reason, <laughs> if that's the reason, bro, that changes everything, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> but it's Especially, but it's so, but it's weird. So he probably won't weird. get the pardon now. <laughs> what if he had? What if? What if like Trump? Like that'd be crazy. Oh man, I'm not, this isn't a political podcast. I'm not, I don't want to talk about Trump. I'm, talk about Trump. Well, I'm done. You know why? Because it's over. It's fucking over. All right. Um, okay. What else you got for me? All right. Uh, the last one that I have, uh, Boozy Badass has been um, shot outside of a Dallas strip mall. Oh, that's right. Uh, fairly recently. A lot of people have been shot in Dallas. There's a rapper named. Uh, if y'all don't know, I, I live in Dallas. Um, if you want to pull up, pull up. Uh, but. Uh, this rapper name, I think Big Mo, who passed away recently. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Um, and then there's um, this, oh, and this is even crazier. They bring this up because uh, Linda, um, this was a rapper in Dallas who is a dentist. Now, obviously, like, you know, um, Linda is. Is his name Grills? I don't remember what his name is. Uh, it's like Doctor no, Big Teeth. It's like it's like Doctor something. But but no, but, but Doctor Stain. But you know, he's like a legitimate like. Like he's a Dennis rapper. Like I bet if you looked him up, we could we could find him right now. Um, why? why? <laughs> but I don't he, like that you keep calling him a dentist rapper. No, like, does he does he rap about dentistry? No, no, no. He's a de- he's a practice he's a practicing dentist. Okay, that's that's what I thought you meant. But <laughs> no, 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 no. But no, but like he, but it's like he does the he does them at the same time. So like like when people come to him, he like is playing his music, and like pushing his. I music. don't like that. And he, I don't like that. It, it, bro, it's, it's a very interesting thing. And apparently, the dentist office is very lax. Like the guy wears like they like the, the receptionist or the person up front like wears like track suits, and they're just, just like very. And like the guy, he says the guy will come up from behind him and like be just be like, hey, and like like you know just all these. It's just a chaotic energy place because you know he's also a rapper and he got shot. He's fine, I think. I think he got shot in the leg, but someone someone pulled up on him and shot him. And that's crazy. <laughs> Probably because he kept playing people his mixtapes no. while they were getting their teeth pulled. No, that's no, the no. Hold on, I, I need to do that. Let me see. Let's, let's see if I can find this name. Because, 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 I feel like you're thinking you're like this is a silly thing, but I'm surprised that I haven't told you about this. Because you know why? Because Linda keeps bringing it up, and I'm like, I'm, that sounds like a silly thing. I don't want to care about that. But then she told me that he got shot. Let me see, Dennis rapper. Uh, Dallas. Well, while you're looking that up, uh, Boozy is okay. Luckily, he only got shot in the leg. But, uh, Dr. Wait. Rose, Dr. Rose DDS, bro, and then you got Dallas rapper Dr. Rose shot in attempted robbery. <clears throat> oh, attempted robbery. Hmm. This is a legitimate situation that's happening here. A dentist slash rapper. But yeah, I hope he's making a speedy recovery.
now it's time to move into our hit theory discuss 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 let's talk about it Ooh, i like that i like that that's gonna be the new that's gonna be the new discussion yeah let's talk let's talk about it let's talk about it uh all right cool so uh all right so today you want to talk about you know last week we talked about um kind of like the the writing process or the creative process as far as concepts songs uh, where do you start, you know, with the beat, with the lyrics, you know, um, you know, it kind of just depends on you, which isn't a very good answer, but, uh, <laughs> but that's, that's the truth, um, but this week, let's talk about what do you do when you have the songs written, so you got the songs, um, and you want to make a song, what, what do you do, Adam, what's, what's, what's your process? So, yeah, so now, once you have the song, now you gotta hop into the booth, into the booth. Record it. You gotta lay it now, down. Now, when you say booth, do you mean a phone booth? Yeah, you know, you gotta hop into the booth and call your friends and tell them, hey, I just struck gold. I struck gold. We gonna make it big, Mary. We, we hit the numbers. We hit the numbers, baby. <laughs> I got a golden ticket. Exactly. I don't know why that's so funny to me. I don't know why I sang it like that. Where, Actually, yes, no, I do. That's yeah. Where is that from? I feel like that's I, from. Well, the the song itself is from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, no, but, but the, the way I sang yeah, it is you, from um, the the Oddball. Odd. What's it? Uh, it was a it was a cartoon on Adult Swim. Oh okay. Oh wait, you mean the um? You're talking about that one with all the uh, the disabled. And they're people. all deformed. Yeah, the the, the oblongs. Oblongs, yeah. Yeah, I song. actually okay. It, yeah, it was that is, show. Is that show? Is that show offensive? It must be. It was so good. It was hilarious. I don't know. It was hilarious. It, right? It was so funny. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that little boy was so funny. <laughs> yeah, that is what it's from. I've got to go. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The uh, it was the dad, right? <laughs> the little frog girl. <laughs> oh no, it was the frog girl. Was it? It was the dad. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Uh, you remember the episode where the dad became a lifeguard? My real friends <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, we're just watching him, just that. watching him hop around. Right. <laughs> it, had, it had to be offensive. This show had to be offensive. Oh, uh, but anyways, okay. So, uh, <laughs> we got you. So yeah. <laughs> so so you hop into the booth. Uh, you know the the vocal recording booth. Okay, cool. Um, so okay, cool. I guess that's a good place to start. So, and, and what does that mean for you? I guess like when you go to a booth, are you going somewhere? Are you recording at home? Are you? Um, uh, I do a little bit of both. Okay. Uh, I have I have my own mic at home, um, which is how you know <laughs> I record uh, my part of these podcasts. Um, and so sometimes I'll I'll do verses on that. Um, sometimes I'll go over to um, you know. JT and Sam's, uh, you know, at the basement, record with them. And he's and just um, so listeners at home know, he's talking about um, JT the Dreamer. JT the Dreamer. JT the Dreamer. Um, Member of my collective. Uh, no relation. Basement Fresh. No relation. Uh, all love though. All love and support. No relation. Uh, and, but- <laughs> and like for Wave Runner, I recorded all of that uh, over at Cornelius's house. Oh, where? Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, I it's very rare that I go to a like a professional studio. I think I I did that once for, I've done it for maybe two songs. Okay. Yeah. The, but normally I'll just record on like my own mic or, or or the mic of a friend. The experience I worry about with a um, professional like studio is I just don't know how comfortable I would be around some of these people and the pressure of knowing that time is constantly like. You know, 
I, I feel like that could that could stress me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I've never been. So I mean, like, like well, yeah. Well, I guess enlightened folks at home. How was that experience? You don't Did count. You, you don't count Trey. Well, so I, I was gonna get into that. My so my situation is a little bit different, I guess. So I record. Uh, I have a mic obviously at home that's how I'm recording this, but it is a USB mic, so it is a incredibly portable, easy to operate. It's kind of plug and play, um, but it has a limit on the quality that I can get out of it. Uh, so to counteract this, I was super lucky in college, basically. Um, and the guy I don't even talk to anymore. I randomly, I remember I, some some dude uh, at UTD was like just passing on mixtapes. I think his name's Octavio. Uh, and he, and it was like this mixtape with this guy named Sam or whatever. And it was like, you know, it was all right. Um, but I thought it sounded pretty good. And it was like mixed and like, it said it was mixed. And I was like, hey, where'd you get this like producer? Like we're recorded to mix that. He was like, oh, it's this, it's this guy in like Midlothian. He like, it's funny. He's at like Midlothian Studios or something like that. And then he gave me the number to this guy named Trey. Uh, I go over to Trey, and Trey basically has a uh, you know record studio or recording situation set up in his house. Um, it's pretty cool. It's like I record in a different room. Uh, I can like hear him through my headphones. And the very first time I went there, it was the exact situation that I was describing uh, with that you know, recording studio where it was kind of tough. Um, but over time, I because I kept going back to Trey because he you know was giving me great deals and he was you know it, it's not it's not like a actual studio because it's just like a home studio. But Trey is like. Uh, proficient in pro tools and like actually has like degrees in that so his tracking abilities are just far superior to anybody that like if i was just tracking myself or even if like someone who was kind of good at tracking was tracking me like trey is like really really fast like he's really really good at grabbing bpms and just doing a bunch of stuff i didn't even realize was like (laughs) like luxuries i didn't realize was happening until i went somewhere else and then i was like oh they're not like (laughs) they couldn't do it well yeah or they're just not as fast like trey can like move you know shit around so quickly um like, I, like, for example, like, uh, when it comes to recording, I always just, I, like, I don't try to move choruses around. I just, like, redo the choruses because I'm, like, I, they'll just be easier, and I have no, I have no issues with singing the chorus again. But with, right. with Trey, it's so easy. It's almost like I almost have to, like, stop him and be like, hey, sometimes I do just want to sing it again. Like, I was like, hey, don't take that one chorus and move it everywhere because I know you can do it in a second. Um, and then so I kept going back to him, and that's kind of my process. Uh Though I do eventually want to get to where you are and have like an actual legitimate mic, um, it's just not in the budget right now. But right. hopefully going forward, just because I think it's it's better because I I'm getting to the point where I don't like to re-record myself, and that's kind of what I've had to do with every single project is re-record myself, and I just feel like I lose the energy. I don't know. Um, that's why sometimes like I feel like a perfect ideal situation is when you record the music, you can somehow create a very dope and intense vibe. Um, but I feel that way when I'm writing, and then I uh, can like put that into you know into the song. I feel like that's when the energy is there. Um, and and we kind of started this off by saying that you get a song and then start to go to record. But I often will get like a chorus or a verse and then go start recording because I like to hear myself as I'm writing. That helps my writing right. process quite a bit. Um, and so that's why it's very very important to me to have a mic at home because I couldn't do that at trays. So it seems like the answer is just to get. Uh, a tray quality mic or a mic that at least is of higher quality than my USB mic at home. So then I can just like have that energy and then I've got the takes all at home. Yeah. Uh, and I just I always feel more, I feel way more comfortable trying shit when I'm tracking myself because I'm not wasting anybody's time. Like, I, and, it's, and it's just so hard to explain that because sometimes I just want to like, you know, be like, and then like, that sounds like terrible. But like, what if I like, you know, like slow it down and do that? But like, it feels silly if I'm someone's listening to me and they're like, you know, trying to like get off the clock to go be with their family, and I'm like, hold on, real quick, I just want to. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, it's just like, it's, it's like, what? Like, what are you even yeah. doing? And I feel like they're just going to be like, no, I don't fuck with that. In fact, I actually really, one thing I really do like about the fact that Trey's in a different room is that, like, if I did ever sing something wrong, I can't see his face. Because, bro, let me tell you, bro. <laughs> if, it, like, like I, I wonder, I, I'm like, man, if I went to a studio and I sang something and I could see, like, a stank face from the, I'd be hey so I'm I'm I gotta leave actually <laughs> I was like I need to get out of here I get it's hot is it hot in here I can't breathe <laughs> I right. have a panic attack you know I do uh, even even you know not being in a professional setting I still kind of feel that that same way like if I'm if I'm recording something that you know no one's ever heard before mm-hmm. you know like I I'll I'll always get you know a little bit nervous on the first first take or two. You know, I might, you know, choke when I'm recording it and I'll have to go back. Yeah. Um, but, you know, by the, by that time, you know, even if I, like, I'll get out, like, half the verse and then I'll choke. But then I'll be like, oh, okay, you know, they they seem like they, they like that first half. You know, so, now I'm, <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm feeling more confident. Just like, oh, then, oh, <laughs> yo, yo, I was fucking with it though, right? right? Okay, okay. Right, right, right. Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, and, like, I'll, I usually... Um, I, I kind of do the opposite of what you said you do. Like, I won't go to record until, you know, I've got the whole the whole thing down in my head. Like, I know pretty much exactly what I want to do. Um, and and then I'll just lay it out on the track. I, I guess not, not really including ad-libs, but as far as, you know, like stacks and, mm. um, you know, vocals and... I've actually thought that. about writing down my ad libs, but I it goes against what I think ad libs are. But that would help for the re-recording process. But once again, I just don't want to do that. So so uh-huh. so then maybe not. No, but I just because that's what I'm struggling with right now. Obviously, as you know, is the idea that ad libs are like, you know, but they, but they, I but they're just like they're like they're like earrings on on the song, and I'm just like I don't I I just pick earrings up. I don't know. They're not like I don't know. It, but maybe I should write them down because that might make it easier to re-record. Who knows? Um, but uh, what I was gonna say to uh, the um, oh the so for writing so for me the, I guess the reason why I can't just write it all like out and just like take it to the song is one because sometimes I've done that and then I get like halfway through the second verse or halfway through the verse and I'm like oh like actually this doesn't work the way I want it to. And then mm-hmm. I, and then I look at it and I'm like oh well this is all like that and but then that but even more so I find that I struggle with making decisions because I feel like there's like there's like ten different ways you could rap on a beat you know what I mean like you have a bunch of different flows you know like like you like yeah and so what pushes one way over the other like I always try to let the song tell me what to do uh, and so when I hear like the like when I like hear my chorus I'm like ooh I should come in like this and then I kind of practice it. In fact, sometimes like I a lot of times the first like words of verses are completely all freestyled, and then I will write off of that. In fact, yeah, I would say the first like most of my songs the first like two or three lines are like freestyled because mm-hmm. I'm just like saying something and then I'm like ooh that's like that that was kind of good. Like I'm almost like like I'm like like the beats like I'm like. And blah, and I'm like, okay, like what I say, does that sound kind of cool? Ooh, that does sound kind of dope. And it, and then it feels like like it was like an emotion too. It's like a pure energy. Like sometimes I'm I like be having a bad day, and I'm like, you know, let me pull up that beat, and I listen to it, and I'm like, and I'll just say something. That's kind of how that um, I'm not gonna spoil it, but that one song, uh, you know about like the 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 shape on my album that you've heard. That's how that one came about. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, what's she called? Um, so yeah, uh, 
Okay, and then so so let's say so let's kind of let's 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 keep keep the train moving here. So you record, uh, and like is it is it like a one take situation? Do you find yourself um, re-recording, or do you feel like once you get it, like that's that's it? Um, sometimes sometimes it is a one take. I mean, I'll I'll always do multiple takes are, just for posterity. Are you one take Drake? I I have been in the past. You've been one take Drake. I've been. I mean, like I'll, like I said, I'll, <laughs> I'll always do another take, but, but um, sometimes it's happened where like that first take was the best take, and so I'll just use that. Mm. But um, I think on average, what I'll usually end up doing is I'll do a bunch of different takes, and then I'll kind of stitch them together, mm. where like I'll, I'll, I'll maybe record the same verse like four times, and then and you'll then pick for the best each, pieces. Yeah, for each line of of that verse, I'll listen to each of the four and be like, "Oh, okay, this is the the best take of that line," hmm. and you know, I'll keep that. And you know, this is the best take of that line, so I'll keep that. And then, um, generally, I like by by the time I've I've gotten all those takes out, like I've um, kind of figured out where I want my you know my timber to be, kind of my delivery, so that it's not. So that you know, when I stitch them together, it sounds like it's all from the same take. Got you. So you're a fraud, is what you're telling me. Yeah. You tell yeah, you're yeah. telling the American people <laughs> that you're a fraud and that and that they shouldn't. No, I'm just kidding. I think a lot of people do that. Um, I but, I, I mean, I never. I I always try to wrap it as if I was doing it live. live. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, that. yeah. You don't do punch ins uh, so much, as much as you just like what what you're doing is not. Yeah, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a punch in. No, like no a substitution. Not even. You're you're rapping. So essentially, like imagine if Adam has sixteen bars, right? So he's gonna rap all those sixteen bars four times, and then he's gonna go in and stitch together, uh, like of those four tracks to make the best quality sounding track. But each track was done with one breath. Now, what I do a lot, and what other people do, um, is like punch ins. So so to make um, some of my verses sound stronger. I'll be rapping with with a lot of aggression, you know. Like I'll be like kind of almost, you know, borderline screaming, um, and it's like hard to keep that energy, you know, for eight bars. So like maybe when you're recording it, you do like four to six bars, stop in a good place, and then you pick up a bar into that first one, and then rap through it. And then because of that, and if you're good at it, if you if you know, you know, if you rap the same every time, it'll be seamless, and you won't lose breath. Um, and what's really cool about this, though, still, is that, like, this is just a technique that's done to give the best possible, like, take. Like, a lot of rappers who do this, like, Eminem does that a bunch. Um, yeah, that's what like, I was going to say. Yeah, but Eminem also can rap those verses live, and he has. But, like, it's just going to be a little bit more breathy, and maybe some words are going to be tight, because it's going to be tight, you know? Like, the breathing control is going to be tight. And it's just going to seem more impressive and more just audibly and sonically better if they just clean it up and make it strong all the way through. So th- those are just right. two different types, just to kind of explain it to people. Um, I do a very similar thing that you do. I have a rule of three. So I'm like, we're going to get three takes. One of those three takes has to be good. If now, like, obviously there's exceptions to the rule. If I'm just really stinking up the fucking joint, you know, I'm not just going to take three shitty takes and call it, you know, sometimes <laughs> we, we move on. But I feel like, because you could sit there recording all day, you know, yeah. on a take. And sometimes you have to you have to keep moving. Uh, I actually really appreciate that in uh, producers and trackers. Um, it, I feel like it's not something that's super common. 
but if you can find somebody who who is like understands, okay, we need to get some business done, you know, or we we are working today, but then also gets like good stuff out of you, I think that's like the dream, uh, because I feel like it's usually like one or the other. Like they usually get good stuff out of you, but they like don't. It's so unprofessional, or vice versa. It's like they're like rushing you, but you it's like shitty. And I've had that happen. I've had that happen where I've recorded with people who uh, like. I thought they were like, you know, because cause what, you, what you would want is the person who's tracking you to listen to this, the album and everything or listen to what you're doing. So that way, when you're recording it, they're like, oh, like, you're kind of like off for this or like, this is something you did. Right, yeah. But the reality is that that's most likely not going to happen. Um, like, I have a rapport with, uh, which, with, uh, with Trey. Uh, we have kind of like, an, uh, you know, understanding he likes my music. So, like, he understands me. So that works. And he knows what I'm trying to do because he's, you know, because just so you guys know, like, I first went to Trey. God, I think it was like 2014. So it's been like seven years, which is crazy. Uh, and it's just crazy that, because it's crazy because like it's one of those things where you just kind of slowly become friends with somebody. Um, and it was just kind of like a business, you know, agreement at first, but you know, it just kept, it just kept being successful. Uh, and, uh, but so, you know, you kind of, you develop like a, like a, you know, a, a trust and an understanding there. But if you're recording with someone who doesn't know you, man, it could just be it could be it be frustrating because first of all they're gonna they're they're gonna try to get stuff out of you that isn't necessarily what you want it to even do, um, and then they're gonna like it like it's just frustrating for someone to be like hmm, you're not doing it right. But it's like do you even know what right the right version of this is? <laughs> like like do you even right. you don't even you haven't listened to the song, and it could just be I don't know I think it could just be intense, um, but it can also be very fun. But it it, it it's just tough I think. Uh, to try to recapture that lightning in a bottle with a stranger around, <laughs> you know? Like, it's like, man, I was so good to sing this one. It's just me by myself. But now that this, like, one guy is right here and, like, he is, like, stressing me the fuck out, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, so that's the recording process. Um, I guess we'll, we'll keep it going maybe next week uh, with some, you know, what comes after that, potentially, once you have your tracks tracked the way you want them. Uh... You know, or maybe we'll shake it up and we'll discuss something else. Like maybe you know we'll have something deep to talk about. Um, but you know, stay tuned and and uh, and get ready because we will talk about it. Uh, but yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about it. All right, let's talk about it. Um, sliding into our album review, view, view, view. Um, just slipping in real quick, real quick for like little 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 skinny dip with the album review. Um, so this week we're doing Caliucci's. Caliucci. I feel like I said Caliucci's. I always say Caliucci, yeah. But I remember I, one time I went to... Uh, I went to so I'm a, I'm a big fan. And I went to go get her last album uh, on vinyl. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> and when it, and it's crazy because Caliucci to me is a person that I think everybody knows about because I thought she was very popular um, with like younger people. But I guess like maybe she is. Maybe she's older people don't know who she is. But every time I bring her up to people who don't know her, they're like, Caliucci's? What 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 is that? What does that mean? And they just don't know anything about her. I just find it just very interesting. But yeah, so this I week I was always saying Uchis, Caliucci's. Oh, it's definitely not Caliucci's. It's Caliucci. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seven Uchis. Um, so, no, no. No. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but we're reviewing her album, uh, Sin Miedo, uh, Del Amori Otros uh, Demonios. 
Um, and that translates to uh, without love, uh, fear, and other demons, correct, right? Without without fear, oh, without fear. of love there you and go. other demons. There you go. Without fear of love and other demons. Um, and, uh, and yeah, man. Um, so I recommended this album. I, it, I was the one who, who approached it or brought it up to Adam. Um, like I just mentioned, I am a, uh, I would say a moderately big Caliucci's fan. I, um, was introduced to her through Tyler, the creator and Daniel Caesar, actually, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and then when she put out her album, uh, isolation in 2018, I decided to just dive into that kind of much like we dove into this one. And I was very, very satisfied with that album. Um, so much so that I got it on vinyl. Like I said, uh, I think it. It might even be splitting right now. No, 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 it's not. But um, super dope vinyl, blue vinyl. Um, but she's like, if I was gonna describe her sound, uh, I, I, I don't even know how to. I tried to describe it to you on the phone. Do, so, do you think that what I, when you listen to this album, did what I say, did it make more sense? Like why I would have said that? I don't remember what you said. Remember, I said she was like a sultry witch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, yeah, "Oh, I want no, some- yeah." Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you felt. And, yeah. And I had heard um, a couple of the songs by her before. Kind of also through Tyler the Creator, actually. I think. Okay. Well, yeah. it was they. They used. I think they had a close relationship, not a, like a, a romantic one, but I think they were um, friends and kind of writing for each other. Yeah. the The song that I heard it was it was her song, but he was featured on it. Oh, you're talking about that one with the grass? Bootsy Collins. Oh. Wait, who? Bootsy Collins. It was like this real kind of funky... uh... Is it... But I'm saying, is it the... Uh, After the Storm, that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that was on Isolation. Yeah, the one where he's in the grass. And he's like, Callie, what you mean? I'm the hottest flower boy that's popped up on the sink. That one, right? Are you talking... uh, I don't know if he was in grass... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you haven't seen the music video? Yeah, he comes like comes out of the grass. Because he's like Flower Boy. It's, okay. Yeah, she's like, do you ever wonder? And, then, and she's like crying, pushing a like cart through a grocery store or whatever. Because after the storm. And that's kind of, yeah. and the sun will come out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. So, and it's kind of just like, and the music is just very, very vibey. Like, and I feel like Vibe isn't a great descriptor either, but it's, um, it's very, like, it, it sets a tone, and it, and it kind of sticks to that tone, um, and I feel like that's normally how her music is, kind of like this dark, um, almost sinister kind of tone. I feel it's kind of how, you know, like, you know, like, without, you know, the fear of love and other demons, you know, and it, it's almost kind of spooky, which is why I say witch. Um, but then also sometimes ethereal. Sometimes her like lyrics sound very spacey and uh-huh. otherworldly, um, and angelic kind of in the way that they're done. But still um, pretty groovy. Yeah, it's very groovy. Yeah, and, and kind of funky. I would call it like like ambient neo funk or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, you know, some, yeah. Some of those like that's a great words. that's a great ambient neo funk. And what makes it even more interesting is so typically so I didn't listen to her music before Isolation and Isolation was. Uh, a lot of people really liked it, but a lot of her older fans, um, I shouldn't say a lot, I, there was a subset of fans that lamented the fact that she was making uh, music in English, because that album is complete, uh, majorly in English. There is one Spanish song on there, and I think that she arose to fame by making music um, in, in Spanish. I think she's fluent in Spanish. I don't know if it's her first language, 
But um, <laughs> but this whole entire album is in Spanish. Let me tell you guys at home right now. <laughs> when I saw, huh? when I saw the on the Wikipedia, sorry, uh, to cut you off. No, on the on the Wikipedia for this album, it said this was her first uh, majority Spanish album. Oh, interesting. Well, maybe she had just made more music in Spanish before, and she hadn't made that many albums. So hmm. that's but that's a good point though. But I, so let's you know, keep that in mind. But all that to say. Uh, this album is in Spanish. Let me just tell you guys at home, this this was a different experience than the Black Eyed Peas album. <laughs> I, I just remember thinking, and, and I hated that because I kept because I was constantly being like, oh, this is like like this is authentic, and I don't even know if it's authentic or not. But I was just like, this is this album is just in another language. It's not like you like you know what I mean. I don't know. It just felt like yeah, like it felt like this was just a person who speaks in this language writing an album. Versus, right? The Black Eyed Peas was like, like we're in, gonna make intro a, to Spanish. A, yeah, yeah. But but it is even which which was funny. I thought about that because there is a song in here where the the chorus has Mama Sita in it, uh, and I thought I, thought, like, I mean they say it. <laughs> now, but the immediate next line is a line that the Black Eyed Peas could never pull off though, which I thought was funny. Um, but uh, but yeah, so the whole album is in Spanish. Um, I went and looked up the lyrics and kind of like the translation to them. Um, but I'm not going to hold those with uh, so much weight just because translation isn't, you know what I mean? Like, I can't judge the lyricism of a translated thing from a language yeah. that I don't speak. We don't really have the context. Exactly. For, and I, and I think people know that, right? Like, if people were reviewing music of a language they didn't know, it's going to be mainly a sonic review. Um, and then I'm going to talk about some of the themes I think she tries to get across. Uh, but I loved this album. I think that it is better than Isolation. Um, and, and I just think it's incredible. <laughs> like, I, I, I listened to it, um, and, uh, and also I want to redact, uh, this has nothing to do with the album, but I said on a, a past podcast that I thought the Big Sean album was my favorite of the year. I thought that was more interesting than the Pop Smoke one. That is not true. Um, so I would, okay, I would, cool. I would <laughs> clarify that up, up until this point, the Pop Smoke album was the most interesting. Now, this is my most interesting album I've heard so far of the year. I... Like was just I I don't know I was just I felt like I was cap like just captured the entire time it was playing. There was a couple of times when I maybe like lost the allure of what was happening because this album's kind of dramatic. I don't know if you if you agree with that. Like um like it felt it feels like sometimes the songs could have been like in in movie scenes almost or like mm-hmm. like like old movie scenes like movie scenes where like you know you walk in and you're like wearing a suit. And your like love interest is like you know wearing a, 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 a hair accessory and smoking a long cigarette and like a, and a dark red dress and it's like dark you know and you like are seeing you're looking at her and there's some girl who's singing you know on stage into a silver microphone and the lights just hitting her and like that is Kali she's singing some of these songs, um, and it's sometimes it's like very funky and upbeat. It's very specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and sometimes you know it's upbeat. Um, but it's just it's just very I don't know man I I feel like I love albums that that take you uh, and kind of take you on a journey um, and this one felt like it was a sonic journey uh, but what did you think about it um, yeah no I I agree with that it was definitely um, a very emotional album I feel like yes yes <laughs> um, like there was yeah it it definitely. Like you have to, you have to be present for this album. Yeah, I feel like song to song, like there's 
there's a lot going on and it's all it's so it's very unique it's a very yes. unique album i don't think you have to be present i think this could be an album you put it in the background but i think it it, I mean, it rewards you I, so much I don't so think to you be present should exactly at I, least I, for your first listen i think it's a rewarding album to listen to it's not very long yeah. it's 34 yeah, yeah. minutes um and i think that it's damn it just does a lot of things right this might be the <laughs> this might be the best produced album that we've listened to so far this year too i don't know if you looked into that but i was in love with the production on this album just because it was so like you said it was just so interesting and unique mm-hmm. um and and damn she sounds damn good on all, all of this fucking thing yeah beautiful voice yes right like i i, I don't know like I, I i think i told you before that i was kind of like i feel i think a, a strong attraction to kelly which is um you didn't really get it i i was wondering if like i was like man maybe maybe the voice is what it is and like maybe adam will get it more after he hears the voice i don't know but like, there's just times I'm like, damn, she sounds, she she sounds, you know, what she sounds like she sounds like a, a real life siren, <laughs> like like if I was like mm-hmm. walking somewhere and like I heard her singing, like say I was in the battle, I would go there and then she would like eat me or something, like <laughs> like and that and that would be and I'd be okay with that because yeah. I'd be like I'd be like man, it's been you know I've been fighting and I'm tired and that is like the best music I've ever heard in my life, so that this is it, uh, <laughs> but um but damn okay so I guess just to kind of briefly go through it um. It, it, so it's gonna be tough. I, what I'm gonna do for you guys because me and Adam don't speak Spanish, um, so uh, and all the titles are in Spanish, um, and they're not like like we're saying this isn't like the Black Eyed Peas thing where it's kind of like uh, you know Todo Bueno and and like and uh, uh, you know like Mamacita and No Mañana like this is like real Spanish so it's hard to say these names so I'm gonna say the names I feel like, I feel like we could nail the names oh you least. think so okay we'll go for it but you, so I want you to say the name and I'm gonna say the translating because I think that'll help with the um, the storytelling because there is a bit of storytelling in the album not a lot um, but well and I can't really speak too much on that because it's possible that it feels like more with with um, you know from for native uh, people who speak Spanish and, and the listeners but there was a bit of story I picked up on just specifically from like reading the translation uh, so let me look it up real quick you can talk about doing that too, though. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of, I guess, just to continue on with my like general mm-hmm. feeling about it, it it was kind of a a challenge. I guess it was a challenging album to listen to, but not not as in like I'm not saying it was hard to listen to, and it didn't it didn't feel like homework, like you know Earl Sweatshirts. or anything like that but it's um and like i still enjoy earl sweatshirt's songs too no bro Uh, you you just shitted on earl sweatshirt and so he's gonna come some people like homework it's (laughs) (laughs) it's like doing a sudoku puzzle listening to his shit but for this one it's more like um you know just a, a jigsaw puzzle i guess like it's it's there's there's a lot that you have to take in and it kind of it makes you feel like you have to decipher, you know, like, oh, why, why did she, you know, sing it this way? You know, like, why? Don't you think that and has, I'll, that has something to do with the fact that it, it's in a different language, though? That's, that's what I was gonna, I was gonna say. I wonder yeah, actually, if, yeah. um, if I was a native Spanish speaker, would it, would it be that same, uh, feeling? And honestly, I don't care because, I feel like I'm I'm not new to listening to different languages Ooh, uh, in okay. music because you know like I grew up go off listening to you know like K-pop and all that you know Ooh. off the of, off the of anime like 
Korean. Once I started watching anime, I would go in like uh, find the the artists that do those opening and ending songs and Nani. You know how like music discovery works. You just kind of fall into a hole and end up in a whole other place. So like I I just had random you know Japanese and Korean like songs on my iPod. I didn't know what they were saying. Not the bio, but, Adam. You know. Like I was still, huh? No, I've just been saying. I've just been saying anime. <laughs> Shit, under my breath. I'm sorry, you go. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but yeah, but so you just kind of um, end up, you know, just kind of uh, taking taking it, like you said, sonically, just as a whole, mm-hmm. the song, yeah, and kind of feeling the like the energy of their like delivery, and like the emotions behind the way that they're saying the words and the music. And so, yeah, they're definitely. It's kind of it's kind of the same with this with this song. No, with I this album. I, I agree with that. The first time, it, the if once you know what's come, so like once you find, and this is a chance of listening to music in a different language, but once you know what's coming, it's way more easier to get into it because before you know what's coming, uh, coming before you know what's coming, it's kind of hard to predict what's going to happen because you don't know. And so, and that, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's why people like pop music, because mm-hmm. it's very relatable. Like, you know what's going to happen. Like, you know I'm coming back with a chorus. Like, I hit you with a chorus start, you know it's going to go either 8, 16, maybe 32 or 24 bars, or something like that, but rarely not that long. And I'll come back with the chorus that, that you can just try to, you know, pick up on. You can, like, learn it. Excuse me. This album does not always go chorus, verse, chorus, verse. It does sometimes. Sometimes it's just a powerful ballad in the middle of nowhere. So what do you think about the opening song? Um, I just, I love the way this album starts off. It starts off very yeah. smooth. Um, I think it sets the tone for the entire album. Um, so you, you can read the first couple of like songs, their, their titles in Spanish if you want to. I know you want to, you know, nail that, show, show off that little that little Spanish tongue. Uh, well, if I if I flub it, then I'm gonna look like a fool. But that's okay, cause I didn't take Spanish. I took Latin. Okay. Uh, but I thought. All right, read it first, and then say what I thought about it. No, no, no. Yeah, well, no, no. Read the just read the like the first couple of titles, so people know like where we're at. Oh, uh, the first the first couple of titles. Okay, so it's uh, La Luna Enamorada, uh-huh. uh, Fue Mejor, Ooh, we sound Aguardiente good. y Limón. Okay. Aquí um, yo mando. Uh, yeah, so on and so forth. Okay, and just to kind of catch you guys, so that first, so the song titles are The Moon in Love, It Was Better, Brandy and Limón, or Brandy and Lemon. Um, and then uh, for here or for here I command or just here I command, um, uh, yeah it's just here I command. The four is just the tracks, the fourth track. Uh, but uh, <laughs> what's it called? Um, super cool intro. It kind of starts off smooth and then it gets to here I command, um, and that's that that Mama Sita song. Um, and uh, I really like this intro. I really like this song too. And uh, Rico Nasty on it. I think this was like a dope single. It uh, and it was a good song. And I like the like. I like the um, the message behind it. Uh, did you look up the lyrics? Wait, you said you went you went from the intro to the Rico Nasty song. That's the fourth song. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know you don't like oh, to go. Just like, you, yeah, yeah. You don't like to go song by song. So I, I mean, just generally, I thought that it was a good intro. Um, okay. What, yeah. If you do, you want to go through some of those songs? Like they. I mean, they, no, we don't. We don't have to go. Yeah, song yeah. By song. I mean, they're pretty smooth. Yeah, like, I, like Kelly Uchis yeah, is I, a great singer. She kind of starts off singing. They're they're kind of like you know slower songs. But they really kind of highlight her her vocal ability. Uh, but it kind of leads to this more upbeat track of Here I Command, which was a single. So I just wanted to know your thoughts on that. Featuring Rico Nasty. Um, honestly, I didn't think that one stood out to me that much. I mean, it was a good song, yeah. It wasn't one of my favorites. Oh, I like uh, it. Um, I like it one because I like Rico Nasty. 
Uh, so that was pretty cool. I've seen the video for it, which I liked. I so guys, I was like I said, I'm a fan of Kelly Uchi, so I was listening to his album as it like was being released. So I kind of had a preset, and then she kind of released a few songs before the album dropped. I believe this past Wednesday. Um, and uh, so this was like one of the first singles. This song, this song might have even came out like in August, actually. So I'm not entirely sure, uh, but I just saw the video and. Um, the whole like it's it's kind of like uh there was a song she had called tyrant on her last one um and this one kind of feels similar where it's just about her being in charge i don't know if you so it stands for here i command um and uh i don't know if you have the lyrics pulled up but it's like i'm a little mamacita and then she says something in spanish that uh translates to you do everything i say uh if you're with me i'm just in command uh this is not how and when you ask and it's like command here. I command if you want, if you want, uh, if you want me, like get used to it. Basically, basically the whole song is like, um, I'm in control. I'm in charge. Um, and if you don't like it, then someone else is like, you know, I, I have I have people just waiting to come and take your position. Uh, you know, I make the decisions. I choose the positions. Uh, <laughs> you can have the balls, but I have the pants. Which is I don't know if you remember that. Like that. <laughs> that's what that that pantalones <laughs> line. Yeah, uh, I, and, I remember hearing pantalones. Yeah, yeah, pantalones. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's that. And then when I found out that's what that was, I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Um, and uh, and then Rico Nasty kind of matches that energy when she comes in. And it's just I don't know. It's kind of like a like a cool like it almost. So the way I thought about it, because I was thinking about the Mama Cita line, it almost felt like a situation where it's like you know this is like almost like playing in on that like 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 she knows that like mama sita is like you know that one like everyone knows like mama sita is She's like yeah like i'm a little mama sita you know and then immediately saying like but whatever i want is what's happening here and almost like like snatching that power like right back that's why i thought it was kind of cool um and then when you watch the video it kind of like matches that same energy uh and then rico nasty is always has like strong just aggressive energy, and, mm. and so I just felt like it was just a perfect like little marriage, um, and and a cool little like so in the story that this album is telling because the album is very very vibey and chill, um, but there's a couple times when the rappers come in and I just feel like it it is it's done pretty well, um, in the way they balance it to keep the vibe of the album but still have these tracks that are kind of bangers like this is one of the bangers, um, uh, Akia Mando yeah, Mando Akia Mando. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's just oh okay, uh, and so I thought it was dope. I thought it was even doper like in the context of the album, but I was definitely um, definitely into it. Uh, now from that track, the next two tracks, some of the best on the entire album. <laughs> uh, like like Vio con Dios, um, I think is just really really good. Uh, that translates to um, so I, so I got it right here. Uh, so uh, go with God. Go right? with God. Yeah, go with God. Um, and uh, and then uh, the next one is "What Did I Ask You?" Um, so I think that one is a cover of an older song, which is why it's so short. It may even be yeah. from like a movie. And she or she does that a few times. Like all of the all of the more classical yeah. sounding uh, covers songs on this album. Well, it, really, it's only two. It's that one and the intro song. Okay, cool. Are covers, and then the the very last song. Yeah, still kind of has that feel, but I don't think that one's a cover. Yeah, but that man. And she actually produced that last one herself. Really, you know that? man, damn, it's good. Last one is great. <laughs> last one, the last one that feels like you're being elevated. 
<laughs> like to yeah. another space. And for it to be called Heavenless Angel is even is even doper. It's just it's literally it's, just her and a guitar. This 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 album is it's such an is such an aesthetic. Vocals. Like I feel like you could go for this as Halloween. Like like I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how you would do it. Someone I saw someone say this album smells like strawberries because I've I just feel like at least so far by by far this year I haven't got an album that's just been a vibe so strong. Like I was like this is just a this is just this is it's all it all the songs feel like they go together. It feels like right. Um, and damn, it just sounded like all of the bass sounded so good, and like it, it, it was kind of, it kind of gave me like Latin funk at times, kind of like you were talking about groovy, mm-hmm. what you would call like, like, like that. That's what was interesting because you would think that it would just be kind of like more like that Black Eyed Peas album where it was kind of like Latin and like there's like a, a one reggaeton. They kind of, they kind of, she kind of does get into that yeah, uh, exactly. reggaeton feel like the near end. the like in the second half, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like it. I was just, I guess I thought there might be more of that. And then I'm like, this, it felt like not only was I hearing uh, the Spanish music, but I was hearing almost this new genre in Spanish music, or at least one that I did not realize was, like, like I guess because the way my brain was thinking, I was like, oh, okay, like, she, because this is very similar to her last album, at least in, like, the kind of, like, the, you know, the, the, like, kind of, like, sitting darkness. It's kind of just, you know, like, or eeriness, kind of. I feel like this album has an eeriness to it. Um, that kind of gives it an edge. Like, it feels, like, romantic, but then it also kind of has this biting to it, this bite to it. And that's kind of how Isolation felt. Like, it's, like, very glossy and pretty, but maybe, like, dangerous, too. Um, and I guess I thought that that's, that was her, like, American aesthetic that she was putting on. But no, it's just her aesthetic. <laughs> and she just happened to make that album in English. And so she could easily just do that same thing in Spanish, um, which, right. I th- which I thought was just super dope. Uh, and, man, I'm telling y'all, that, 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 that K, is it, what was it, uh, Okay, well, you, you say you got the you got the Spanish time. Even Which though, one? The, even though you're from Atlanta, not from Texas. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, que te pedí? Is that what it is? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, is that how you would say it? That's how I would say it. Okay, cool. Um, but uh, and and so um, and this is where I started to pick up on the story. Uh, is so um, it this this album feels like it, there's a lot of themes that touch on relationships. Uh, and you know, like sometimes they're simple. Like the next song after that translates to just "I want to feel good," and it's just kind of like there's a couple songs that are just sexy on this album. Um, but then something that happened that I thought was very interesting. Uh, track eight and nine. So um, you have uh, Telepathia. Uh, track eight and nine are two of my also favorites. Um, uh, and so I think uh, nine nine is my favorite. Uh, nine is incredible. For the whole song. Nine is incredible. You mean for the whole album? That one that one came away with me. I was I was humming that one. It's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> it was just and what she did on the end of it. I was just like, this is so dope. Yeah, that little chopped and screwed, um, uh, like breakdown yeah, or whatever. We kind of we actually before we get into this, I feel like I kind of be um, we skipped over a party next door feature. I forgot what what track was he on. I didn't like his feature that much. He was on the second one. Yeah. What do you think about that? It was okay. I it was okay. What do you think? It was alright. My, I had this weird. I guess my I don't think about party next door a lot. So, <laughs> so when, he, so when he first started singing, I was Who like, my this? my first reaction was like, I know Drake ain't, oh ain't getting God. on this. Like he, Drake ain't about to come and try and be Spanish now. But then I was like, wait, is that is that Frank Ocean? <laughs> who, is who is this? And then I looked at the, I looked at the thing. I was like, "Oh, party next door." Okay. Yeah, it's kind of, it's interesting. It was interesting. It wasn't a bad. Fe- it doesn't hurt the album, but it it definitely f- fell out of place. More more out of place than Rico Nasty did because Rico Nasty is uh, Afro Latina. 
So that felt kind of, she actually raps a little bit in Spanish towards the end. Um, okay. Yeah, I would I say. Didn't, I didn't know she was. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and there's a couple other features on here who are like um, like Latino rappers. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they fit, obviously. I think they actually both killed it. Uh, that sounded really good. Um, there's there's three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's two of them on one track, and then there's another track, uh, Lil Luz, that has another one. Um, they all just very snappy, and you know what? They incorporated them very well. There's a couple of tracks where they like th- those songs end with her and them singing at the same time, and it sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, they made they made all of the little decisions. Yeah, we haven't talked about that, but we're gonna get into it at some point. But like the albums, at the end of the day, are so many tiny little decisions, and I just feel like this one they they did so many right. They executed in such a good way. This album tells a story without any skits, and but it feels and it's in a different language. But I really well, she kind of has she kind of has little poems that she says at the beginnings of a couple of them. Yeah, but they're still I might count those but they're, as skits. they're still done with the musicality of the song though. Like they're considered intros. yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, they yeah. don't they don't stand out. In yeah, a weird but way. but I mean like but I mean like you could sing them though. Like like they're like they're supposed to give like you know like the vibe and definitely like add to the story. But like they like you could just like be into that part of the song, especially the person who doesn't speak Spanish. You'd be like, oh, this is like an interesting like part of the song or whatever. Um, whereas, like, I just feel like, you know, I'm obviously guilty of this too, but, like, I just, I don't know, I, I, I appreciated the, the ability to do that. Um, and, yeah, and once again, that's, like, another little decision. So, just, I don't know, super dope stuff. Um, but to go back to my point about, um, what you call it, uh, track number eight and the number nine. So, <laughs> I found it very funny because track, uh, track eight is literally about, uh, it's called, like, uh, telepathic, and it's about, like, it almost felt like a long-distance relationship, like, basically saying, like, um, like, you know, like, we're on the phone, like, you fall asleep while we're talking, um, you know, like, I know, you know, I, I kind of, like, the lyrics, but basically, it just felt like this, like, almost incredibly strong connection that was surviving, even though distance maybe was, like, getting in the way, um, let me see, uh, yeah, some of the lyrics, um, who who would have said it? Who could uh, who could be made love by telepathy? Uh, the moon is full, my bed is empty. Uh, what I would do to you if I had your mind in front of you? I would blow it away, night and day. Um, you know I'm just a flight away. Uh, if you wanted, you could take a private plane. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know it's, you turn me on even though you're not touching me. You know so the whole thing is like is like love from a distance and and just being kind of infatuated. And then the very next song. <laughs> Is it's called Nobody, and it's just about her not belonging to anybody, and uh, and don't be offended if I don't answer the phone or if I don't. Um, but then she's like, you know, they you know they say I'm bipolar sometimes, you know, because one day I want everything and the next day I'm not interested in seeing you. And then having that line in there and then having this song come right after this other song, I thought mm-hmm. it was just so dope. Because at first I was like, well, that seems kind of weird. They would have that song. I'm like, well, she says right there that she's the kind of person. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Who would be so in love with them? And then I was like, and then I thought it was, and then that's where it felt kind of mean and like the edgy, because I was like, how could you say don't, don't be offended? Of course I'm gonna be offended. We were just, we were just talking. I fell asleep on the phone with you last night, and now you won't pick up my calls. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like no. And that's, and that's kind of what what I get from her. Like I get this almost like uh, ethereal, like kind of light flow airy, but then like vicious, like or, or just sinister kind of. Um, and and this is and this song is so good. They do like a chopped and screwed thing on the on the second half of it, and it it is just she's just the perfect tone when they do it, and they chop the perfect yeah. stuff. They repeat some lyrics, 
and it just sets the whole vibe as well. It's haunting. Um, I say that in a good way too. I feel like sometimes I say that people have haunting vocals and some people don't know what I mean. I just mean that like it it somehow sounds like it's coming from inside my head, like when they're singing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, a little ethereal yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, but, but like in the best possible way. Like it like gave me chills how like, you know, how it was able to like, you know, get emotion out of me basically. Um, so yeah, so a big fan of that one. Um, and like I, it, just like you said, that's when I went back to um, immediately. Uh, after that one, I feel like this, the one, the song that comes after it was the first time, that was one of the times I like, I took like my head up and I was like, oh, do I like this? I did by the end of that song, but I just, that was just the, like, cause I feel like up until that point, <laughs> I've had nothing negative to say about anything that I heard. I yeah. loved everything I up think, until it. Uh, I think, I think that one was like the next one you're talking about. No, no edits too. Yeah. 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 No edits too. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I feel like, like it's, it's not a bad song, but I think it's the weakest song on the album. Yeah, I mean, and let me see, um, that one is It's Not You, It's Me, which continues that story, though, which I find is kind of interesting of, like, it, it felt like almost like, it, it, like, the album talks about love and things like that, but it talk, but then in the middle, there's, like, this fallout, and it's kind of like this breakup, and then it kind of comes back after this, but it's not really strong enough that I want to sit here and, like, really try to piece it together, um, because really, I think that Caliucci's is more of us an aesthetic than she is, like, a story writer. And I just think mm-hmm. an aesthetic can tell a story sometimes. And I think this story is kind of like um, a, just almost like a very dangerous love, a love that can encapsulate, that can fall out fast and have just kind of like wildly strong emotions on both sides. Um, and that kind of like, you know, ties in with the idea of the end of it being like heavenless angel, you know, like this idea of this like perfect thing, but one that's not so perfect that it, you know necessarily be in heaven this like otherworldly angel this this angel with a different home i don't know i could be looking too much into it but (laughs) (laughs) but i agree that uh this song was definitely probably like the like you said like it just wasn't as strong but it's not a bad song by any means and i definitely could see someone be like that's my favorite one actually i'm like that's fine it just i feel like the one before it is just so damn good that it would almost be impossible to follow it up um and like i said this one does kind of i feel like it, it because it gets kind of like you know, vibe towards the end of it, and that takes you into these last two songs, which do feature the, um, or I should say the last three songs, but the next two feature the uh, the Latino rappers, and they kind of have just a very upbeat and high energy. Um, it's that like it's you know it's that classic high pitch, um, uh, you know Latino rap or Spanish rap that you that we're kind of accustomed to from like reggaeton songs, and not, they sound good, but I also and this is something, excuse me, this is something that I noticed. Kelly Uchi's, I don't know how popular these guys are or what the relation is, but she sounded excited to be on the track with them. Like, mm-hmm. she, like, I can it, say that. yeah, yeah, like they, they were rapping and she would be doing dubs and it just sounded like she, yeah, little ad libs, like she thought that they were so cool. I guess it, like, it, it was such an honor to have them on her album and it just felt like she was interwoven and like was a, a part of that. And I don't know if that's true or not because like I don't it, know. It felt genuine. About it. Exactly. It felt very genuine and that made these songs feel very fun. And, like, they're at the end of the album, this album that's been kind of, like, you know, kind of bluesy and dark. I saw someone say that this, uh, that Kali Uchi should, she should have her music feature on the next James Bond <laughs> movie. And some, like, that's, that's a, another great uh, way to describe kind of what some of these songs sound like. They're just, like, I don't know, they feel almost from, like, a different time, but then in this different language. Like, it, it's honestly crazy. Like, I, I, lo- I love it. I just love it. Um, and then, like you said, the last one is called, um, like, en- Enhel uh, Sin Cielo which just means um, 
uh, which called what I just said before, but uh, angel without heaven. Yeah, an angel without he- or angelless heaven or no heavenless angel. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> heavenless angel. Um, and uh, and that one is is really good. Like you said, it sounds like it would be a cover, but it's not. Uh, and the lyrics on that one actually are just um, all she's repeating over and over again is um, uh, in Spanish, of course, is angel without heaven. Uh, we must do it without fear. Life is one, and I owe no one. Life is one, and I owe no one. Um, uh, there to do it without fear. Uh, I owe no one. I owe no one. I owe. Angel without heaven. Life is one, and I know, and I owe no one. So it's kind of like just this, like kind of simple, like like outro track. But I can't stress this enough, guys. Like, damn it, she sounds so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I like because we we've done a lot of female vocalists this year, um, and. I think I think that this, this is the best one so far. I think that she really sounded really good. I think, but I think, and I think I'm not even going to say that she's just an outright better singer than these other people because I don't want to get into that. I'm just saying that I think the production, everything about this album, it lended itself to having moments where Callie sounded incredible, like 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 legendary. Sometimes, like sometimes it sounded like I'm like, damn, like this is like. A really really good song I'm go- definitely getting this on vinyl like that's 100% gonna happen this sounds like a perfect album to have on vinyl like uh, man uh, so yeah so I liked it <laughs> <laughs> um, and and I think I I, I don't want to you know I don't want to call it too early but I think this is you know we only got a month left in 2021 this might be my album of the year I actually might agree with you there. That, oh like it's, shit! It's definitely, it's definitely very, <laughs> hey, very interesting. Hey album y'all, record to. that. Run it back. Record <laughs> that. Hold up. <laughs> I want someone said it to me. I want to be on ringtone. <laughs> um, like even though, like I, I, I did say it was kind of a challenge to listen to, uh, in a good way, but, but yeah, like it's, it's a very, it's a very. Um, Enrapturing, yes, album encapsulating. It's it once Encapsulate, you yeah. yeah once you listen and to this there, album. There were oh no go Sega. no no finish your thought. Um, there there were a few places um, and maybe just kind of generally overall, it it had a weird effect on me where it was kind of like a this phantom itch, I guess where it's like, she she's singing and I I want her to go a certain place mm-hmm. like with her melody but she never does <laughs> and it's kind of just like right right almost there but she never like and then she'll go a different direction <laughs> and I'm like damn <laughs> <laughs> I can and, see that I can see that yeah and that happens a few times I think um, Aguardiente y Limon is where it happens the mm. the most like that's the the biggest offender for me. Um, and then, but then like a song will come and it's like, um, I think the Via con Dios, uh, was like right after that. Maybe if my, Oh no, uh, Aki, Aki Omando is after that. And then it's Via, oh, Via yeah. con Dios. And that, that one, Aki, Aki Omando was, was kind of the same. Um, but then Via con Dios came and it was like, oh, this like kind of class, almost a classic, like hip hop beat. Yeah, and and you know it's like, it's, you know like she does everything you expect her to do on it, mm-hmm. and it kind of it's kind of like that uh, that catharsis I guess. Yeah. Okay. I I can see that. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to this album a lot more. So, uh, <laughs> and I was worried because I was like, am I gonna like 
you know, listen to it. Like, I feel, I almost feel more inter- interested by it because it's in Spanish, <laughs> like, which is even, which is even crazier. Uh, but, but yeah, because it, when I was listening to it again on the second time, I was just like, damn, this is just so enjoyable. And it's mm-hmm. just doing so many different, like, like some of, like, I was listening to my headphones. Um, God, I hope they're not broken. Uh, they're, it looks like they're on right now, though. But, uh, <laughs> but what you call it, I was listening and, uh, and I felt like one of the songs, the bass was just like it had just such a like a, a smooth, just like one of the undertone bass, and it was just kind of like vibrating, it was just mm, just kind of like in my ear. And I swear, it just shook my fucking ear, earwax loose. And like I just said, me, but I was just like, this shit is so good. <laughs> like it's like ear candy. Like this album is ear candy. Like it just sounds good, um, unless you're xenophobic and like you just hate hearing people talking Spanish, uh, then you won't like it. Uh, because it is all in Spanish, but um, you know what was interesting is I think um, because there she does have some lines in English, like yes. even in her, I think she has yes. at least one English line in oh, no, like every every song besides the covers. Yeah, no, definitely there's a couple of but songs. Yeah, I feel like I would have preferred it more if it was just completely Spanish. I don't because I feel like in her English music it was like the reverse. So like it was kind of like there would be like some Spanish lines like here and there and mm. i and i don't know i like um as a person who used to watch like like a korean show or korean dramas and stuff like that sometimes i like it i noticed it in korean anime now that i'm watching more of that but uh linda has a confirmed that this is something that happened in like korean shows more so than i remember it happening in japanese anime where they just will randomly sometimes say a lyric or something in just or just like a lyric uh sometimes just say like something just in in English, like a full statement. Do you remember that? It, oh no, I don't know if you watched God of High School, but it happened in God of High School, like in the wedding arc, uh, just just randomly. I don't know where he's like, ah, "You stupid little guy," and I was just like, <laughs> "I was like, what?" I, just, I was like, "Wait, what? Why did he just say all of that? Like, why did like yeah. is, what is the phrase stupid little girl?' Some kind of like American? I, I don't even know. I've, they, I feel like they they do that to, like, to put emphasis on what they're saying. Right, and maybe that's kind of what what it is here i don't know but i didn't mind it personally i can see why why you wouldn't like it though because you hate america well it was and, for and, me, and it who, was who could blame you you know <laughs> wait what'd you say I, I said i see why i see why you you didn't like it though because you hate america and who could blame you oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean really really what it is is because like once she starts speaking in english or singing in, mm-hmm. singing in english then my brain will start to like follow like what what she's saying, and I'll and I'll start to you know kind of try to track the meaning, and uh, then she'll slip back into the Spanish, the Spanish, and it's kind of like you know I, I lost the rabbit down the rabbit yeah. hole. I that did happen a couple times where I like I, I was like wait was that English no or, or like the for me it's it's like the English just doesn't even be it's not even English anymore like I like I I noticed sometimes I would go back and I was reading the lyrics and I was like oh she, that was she said that in English <laughs> yeah like, yeah that's that's like, kind of how I how I ended up like processing it I just yeah. tuned out all the English yeah exactly yeah because like like we said it kind of becomes like a sonic experience but damn what a, what what an experience um so yeah so uh, I recommend it I think that if you even if you've never listened to Kelly Uchis, this album is worth it I think it's just vibey like this is not like this album is an album um, you know you're chilling you know late night drive great late night drive album man this would be a phenomenal late night drive album um, mm-hmm. or you know if you that's how I listened to it the first time I think yeah well not late night it was like 9 o'clock yeah you know, that's, that's what I mean though like you're kind of driving it's nighttime. maybe you're going to get some food it's a short maybe you got like a 30 minute ride to your homie's house or you coming back from work um, and you just want to hear some like you know something soothing. It's a very soothing album. Um, 
like, but then at the same time has enough energy that you could pick a couple songs, put them on like a going out like you know yeah. like playlist. Um, and it's short. Major bonus points for the yes, length of this album. The length is the perfect length, man. I it, the the sweet spot for me is thirty to forty minutes. If you can get on the plus side of thirty, uh, she this is thirty four. I think it's I think it's good because I can listen to it and really take it in, and then listen to it again if I want to, um, and just enjoy it. It, it. But it's long enough that it's like feels like something. It's like an episode of TV. Like why do I, albums don't need to be movies? They need to be episodes of TV. And I just think thirty four minutes is good. I don't like super short albums because those aren't substantial enough for you to get your point across. This, this did, it did it all. It did it all. 10 out of 10. Into the next segment. Uh, and of course, you know that segment is our spherical, miracle, lyrical, empirical, ty- uh, um, uh, top Dude, wait, start, start this over. Start that over. Because I, I, I don't think I'm going to use that transition. Hello? And now it's time for our <laughs> lyrical, <laughs> tyrical. <laughs> Spherical feelings, hertical, <laughs> spiraling, <laughs> fading into the darkness. Mystery artist game. But now they don't know why you're doing that. <laughs> I'm sad, people. Now they know why because you hurt me. They're, they're accustomed to that. Um, okay. Uh, but alright, so this time it's gonna be me giving Adam clues, right? That's what happened last time. Was the reverse of that, correct? Yeah, yeah that's right. Did, was it? It wasn't GZ last time, right? It was, um... What? It was Ja Rule. It was, um... Ja Rule. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It won't be GZ this time. So you, so you know. Um, but you, I'm gonna... Are you saying that because it is gonna be GZ? Huh? No, why would I say that? Um, so... <laughs> Just psych me out. <laughs> so, okay, y'all, um... Uh, Adam is gonna go over the rules. While he does that, I will be garnering some clues. Um, in fact, I'm gonna do that Wikipedia thing. You, you did. Yeah, actually, I I think I might do that every time now. Where'd you Where'd you start off? At? You maybe just, not. Maybe you, you just pick a random person. Yeah, don't tell me. Um, I think I started on the Wikipedia page for whoever we reviewed last time. Okay, okay. And so that's Ja Rule. Right? No, I mean like, um, what was our last episode was? Um, oh, you mean the you mean the album? Yeah, the album. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm gonna go to Cali Uchi. Yeah, whose album did we do last? <laughs> you don't remember? It was easy. Last oh, 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 oh. Was, wait, uh, no, wait, wait. Don't uh, tell me. Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandy, Grandy baby. <laughs> but um, all right. So, so the rules for this game. So wait, hold on, wait, wait. Before you do, so you just click. What were you clicking on? Just, just anything. Yeah, just any any. Well, I was clicking on other artists' links. Okay, where did you get that? Like, you know how like Wikipedia, whenever, whenever there's a, whenever they mention an, another artist on her page. Ooh, bro. Okay, hold on, real quick. Just 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 because I, so Kali Uchis' real name is Carly Marina Loazia or Loaza, which is a which is a beautiful name. So. I just want I just want the world to know that. Alright, continue. <laughs> and it's pronounced it is pronounced Uchis. Uchis. Okay. Uchis. Yeah. Uchis. Uchis. Why why did she choose that name? 
Huh? Does it mean anything? Um. Oh, Kelly, she's. Uh, Oh, this makes sense. So her first, that first thing that she put out, uh, the Pro Vita, it was produced a lot by Tyler the Creator. That's why they did Interesting. I wonder too if that, so that was an EP too. So like her debut album was The Isolation. And she had a mixtape called Drunken Babble. Hmm. Okay, well, not oh, so she was given she was given that name by her father, the nickname Kelly Gucci. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that that's that's cute as shit. Damn, I love this girl. All right, <laughs> I want to just find out more, anyway. more stuff. More, more stuff I like about it. Uh, oh, bro, um, she was born in Virginia. I don't know why I just cool. didn't think anyway. that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> JT has a musical artist in mind, uh, so. and he is going to give me a bunch of clues so that I might try to guess who the musical artist is. Um, I have a minute on the clock to do so. Um, once I've guessed who it is, you know, bam, bam, uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, you listening at home, if you want to play along, uh, will use his clues to try to guess who it is before I do. If you can guess who it is before I do, uh, let us know, and we'll send you you know, a shiny golden medal, um, no resale value. So, you know, don't try it. Uh, I know we're all kind of hurting, but, uh, if you don't get it before I do still let us know, we'll send you a, uh, stinky poopy medal and you know, you can try harder next time. Yeah. Um, and also those poopy medals are also limited edition. So, you know, um, Oh word. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't just cop those anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, so definitely let us know, uh, and you know what I'm saying own it because you know we that's honestly honestly for 2021 I think we should all just 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 work on owning it. My barber told me that the other day. He was like, people just need to own it, man. So like, I don't care what you do, just own it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's classic barbershop <laughs> talk. <laughs> my bar my barber I feel like is a caricature of what a barber like is. I just feel like I feel like when I think about barbers I'm like yeah that matches the guy I go to pretty damn well <laughs> like anytime they're done okay I have a, I have a person um are you ready um yep I'm ready okay cool cool oh real quick shout out to uh Rachel for beating JT's time in the last episode dope 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 Rachel is the she's she's the um is that did I pronounce it right Rachel is that correct yeah Rachel yeah Rachel is the um She's the queen of this game. <laughs> yeah, the reigning champion. Right, right. Um, so, you know, shout out to you, Rachel. Um, keep chasing greatness. Uh, all right, here we go. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. Maestro, put a minute on the clock. Thank you, and here we go. This person was born October 8th, 1980. Okay. Uh, they are um, an American rapper. Alright. Um, and comedian. Comedian? Yes. Is it they, Charles Gambino? He's not 40. No. Uh, they Their education, they went to Howard University. Um, they were mm. born in San Diego, California. Cali. Mm-hmm. They've been active from 1998 to the present. So they're still making music? Uh, yes. Technically, yes. They are still making music. <laughs> Are they more of a of a rapper or more of a comedian? I will not say. <laughs> it it I it's 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 it honestly would be hard for me to say. Um 
<laughs> their labels. <laughs> <laughs> their labels. <laughs> their labels are <laughs> Jive, Columbia, um, Sony Music, uh, Republic. That's not really going to help you too much. No. Um, associated acts are Corey Guns, um, Fat Man Scoop, um, a person who shall not be named. Um, uh, <laughs> they released a self-titled album in 2003 with uh, and it had a single called Gigolo. Gigolo. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I heard. It. Have I even guessed it all yet? Yeah, start, um, yeah, start guessing. <laughs> you guessed. You guessed. Um, just get me to it first. A rap, a forty-year-old rapper comedian. Um, was a song called Jiggle Up? I had to be very careful. It, it's not Weird Al, is it? No, I, I had to be very careful because I feel like it's very easy. Um, no, it's not Weird Al. Uh, I have one big clue. A big clue that is I, it, I can uh, give you. Humpty. Who's that? Humpty. No. It, it, Pronounced <laughs> with an umpty. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's not that. This person. Okay, you ready for the next big, big clue? Okay. So besides being a comedian and a rapper, this person, the, the other thing that's listed on, on like their, their occupation is television host. TV host, rapper, comedian. That's probably, is that where the comedian part comes from? Maybe. Uh, also, see. this person was married um, and then got divorced. And they're no longer married anymore currently. Tele- See, I know Snoop Dogg is television, a TV host. Television host. I know. Um, man, who does Jamie Foxx? He's not a rapper. Um, did Ice Cube have a show? This person has also been in movies. Um, and had a movie, specifically where he was the star when we were growing up. He was the star? Yeah. I said, let's see, Ice-T didn't have a movie. Um, let's see. <laughs> this is so funny. Uh, self-titled album in 2003. <laughs> he, was on the, he was on the Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius soundtrack. What? With the cover of the 1988 hit song, Parents Just Don't Understand. <laughs> In 2003, uh, his self-released album that came out in 2003 included the single Your Pops Don't Like Me. I, I really don't like this dude. Dude, do you need some more? You need some more? I, uh, I need some, I need some okay. more. <laughs> okay. Uh, in 2005, he formed his own record label, uh, Can I Ball Records, uh, with plans to release his second studio album, entitled Stages, later that year. The album's first single, Can I Live, an anti-abortion song, was released in 2005. What a clown! <laughs> I hate this man. Bro, you don't, you don't know who this is yet? Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I have no idea who this is. Uh, he, he featured a lot on a... So, he, so he, he was on the Jimmy Neutron soundtrack, right? He featured a lot on the, the station that Jimmy Neutron was on. He was like oh, a was big... it Nick Cannon? Yes, it's Nick Cannon. <laughs> oh, 
Ah, it's the cannon. I was, I was like, bro, I can't. You can't mention Wildin' Out because that'll just, that'll just be it. <laughs> It'll be yeah. ding, ding, ding. Uh, yes, yes, it's the cannon. Did y'all get no cannon? Uh, Damn, did... is he forty? That's wild. Yeah, bro, the cannon's old as fuck. <laughs> Um, did y'all guess Nick Cannon? I feel like I, I didn't make it easy for you. Uh, I think the television host maybe should have got you, but maybe you weren't realizing that he, because he hosts that, I think he hosts that um, Mass Singer show. Yeah, he, he hosted a lot of Nickelodeon mm-hmm. stuff. No, and... but not even that. He's like currently hosting like TV shows right now. Like, he's like, that's like, that's the way he does. He, still, he put out a song not too long ago, too, so I, I think he is still making music every now and then. Um, I feel like at this point he and he he did uh, America's Got Talent I think yeah he yeah I feel like at this point he's more well known for hosting things than he is for music. Well, and so when you said like tell the part, I was like, well, there's a lot of rap that happens on Wild and Out, so so I don't like a like, lot of what there's a lot of rap that happens on Wild and Out, like basically a rap TV show. Yeah. So it felt, <laughs> I, I don't consider that rap active. You don't consider it rap active, bro. No. Uh, it's you know I haven't watched Wild and Out in a minute. Bro, I so I so I'll tell you what was fun though, just getting to Nick Cannon. Um, because I got to Nick Cannon because I was like, How am I gonna find any artists from Caliuchis? But you're right, you could just do that Wikipedia thing. There wasn't so you know, Caliuchis is uh, I couldn't really just find like there's not like a bunch of like uh, associated acts that I know that are like you know, who are with her, so I was just clicking on those people. Um, but as I was scrolling down and said, it was like, Oh, Caliuchis, um, she cites that a big inspiration of her is can you guess who it was? <laughs> no, I'm done guessing. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Come on, go on, go on. Think, think. If I got to Nick Cannon, who do you think was a big inspiration for Caliuchis? Uh, it's, it's very easy. Uh, Mariah Carey. <laughs> yes, and then Mariah Carey. Obviously, love you. I'm on her Wikipedia page. I just did Control F and typed in inspiration. <laughs> Bro, you suck. <laughs> I'm done guessing. <laughs> no, you did good. You did good. I don't think people are gonna get them. I think those were hard clues. I think television host was a good one. I think the Can I Ball record label, someone maybe might have gotten that one. I don't. I don't know how I would have gotten that one. Cause it's Cannonball, Nick Cannon, Cannon. Oh, I was thinking Cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Hannibal Lecter on the beat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's American. No, so he hosted the Nick Cannon show. Um, all that while and out. America's Got Talent. Ta- America's Got Talent. Uh, America's Got Talent, Lip Sync Battle Shorties, the mass, and The Mass Singer. And he's acted on the films Drumline, Love Don't Cost a Thing, and Roll Bounce. He was in Roll Bounce, huh? But Roll Bounce used to go, huh? Hey, Megan Good, what's up? How you doing? Sus- good. Subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. Hey, y'all, make sure y'all subscribe, too. It don't take nothing but a second. Go down, like it. <laughs> I hate that shit, bro. <laughs> I hate when people, you're watching a YouTube video, and people are like, Hey, like, I'll, I'll wait. I'll stop. Just go down real quick. You know, click the like button. I'm like, bro, stop doing this, bro. Like, just stop. <laughs> stop. But you know what? I guess get your money. I, I don't know. I hate it. Anyway, I mean, if it works. Does it work? Does it work? How does many? It... Do we? How many subscribers do we have? You know the numbers. Do we have subscribe? I, I don't have those numbers. Hey guys, I hey I can guys. Only see this, this how is many real. people listen to each episode. We need, we need more um, reviews so we can uh, read your reviews live on the podcast. So, um, not the people that already gave us reviews. Y'all did it. So chill. You're good. I mean, I would appreciate other, like, secondary reviews. Maybe you cha- maybe they change their minds. Yeah, if you change your mind, you know. I guess if you want to rip us, uh, <laughs> one. Um, or, but, or but if, if you, you're, like, 
if your good feelings got even more intense. Yeah, you know, if you're listening and you appreciate it, go ahead and give us a review. It's good for the business. It's good for the podcast. Let's other people know what we're about. Because maybe they see Hit Theory and they're like, what the fuck is this green dish shit? Hell nah. Jonathan, uh, JT and and Adam, no way. But then they see your fucking five-star glistening, glowing, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, immaculate review and they think oh man like this is the podcast for me so you yeah, know people trust reviews exactly trust reviews. exactly um and we're not paying you so you know they will trust you because it will just be a free review because we can't afford to um but uh but yeah but thank you guys for listening as always um and as always i'm jt the human at jt the human on all platforms instagram twitter please follow me on twitter i don't have enough twitter followers and it's kind of sad twitter be giving me a pity like you ever had that i'll be tweeting shit and it be saying you got one like and i click on it it's nobody and I'm just like, what, what, what is that? They, like, like, like it's just, just an empty page. It, yeah, it's like nothing. It's just like it's just like the one like, but then it's like no one's there. So it's either someone's liking my shit, who I can't see because they blocked me, and they're like fucking with me, or Twitter's just like being like, man, just, <laughs> throwing like, bombs. Yeah, you know, throwing That's bombs. That's hilarious. So follow me on Twitter. I am funny. I'm funny, and I tweet. You know, people can attest to that. Adam can attest to that. He liked a couple of my tweets a few days ago, and I was like, I'm on a roll. Uh, and then you can follow him at Black Boy Adam. Uh, you can go check out his website, The Blackest Adam, um, and Do then it. and then go uh, go stream his brand new. Uh, uh, is it a, what you call it? Is it an EP a or brand new music video? Oh yeah, brand new music video. Oh my God, brand new music video. Uh, forgot to do off of his is album or EP. Uh, either one. I I call it album. His his Al EP. Um, his Al EP album. Uh, his EP album. His EP album. Yeah, his EP album. Um, Wave Runner. Uh, with uh, with with other rapper Cornelius Chandler, so go and check that out if you want some fresh content. If you love this beautiful voice he's got, um, you know, uh, make sure you listen to every episode of Hit Theory, uh, and um, you know, above all else, yeah. Matter of fact, run it back. Start yeah. <laughs> start from episode one. Right. Listen to them all again. Exactly. Look how the process has grown, how it's developed, how it's matured. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, above all else. You know, continue to be safe, have a good time, and we will catch you on the flip side next time. And it will be the Megan Thee Stallion album. Peace.